RadioMD. RadioMD.com. Become a healthier you five days a week. This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio. If you've been somebody who's been in need of health insurance but previously couldn't afford it and Obamacare is what you've been looking for and you're going to healthcare.gov, well, then you find out that open enrollment is now over. So what do you do? Do you panic? What if you don't qualify for special enrollment? So welcome to the show, Marianne Eterno, President of Government Relations for Guarantee Trust Life Insurance in Glenview, Illinois. So Marianne, what open enrollment, that just ended, right, on the 31st? Yes, it did, January 31st. And this year, for the first time, they did not extend it. So, so what do people do if they missed it and they don't want to get penalized? Then what do they do? Well, not getting penalized is going to be a little bit difficult, although don't forget, not having insurance this year doesn't penalize you till you file your taxes next year in 2017. So you've got a little bit of time. But there are options, and there are way more special enrollment periods than people realize. So it's very possible that a special enrollment period might apply if you've not yet got insurance. Okay, so what do you advise them to do if right now they're going, oh, no, what do I do? I really need insurance, but I've been afraid to take that time to go on healthcare.gov because, as you and I have said, get a glass of wine and prepare for a good long sit because it's, <laughs> it's a big deal, right? So what do they do now? Just make sure that you answer the questions before you finish most of that class. <laughs> yeah, probably. Boy, they sure do ask you some questions, too. I know. Well, you know, go to healthcare.gov anyway, and there are some really easy screening questions that folks can answer without getting into all the plans, without, you know, really getting boggled over all the questions that could come up. But the special enrollment periods really come down to lifestyle changes, um, and these are all yes-no questions. Did you get married? Did you have a baby? Did you adopt a child? Did you get divorced? Was there a death? Did you lose your job? So those are all really basic yes-no questions. And then if you dig a little bit deeper, there are some special circumstances that people really don't think about. If during open enrollment you were sick or in the hospital and you just couldn't get to your computer, you might qualify for a special enrollment period. And all these special enrollment periods, by the way, are 60 days. That gives you two months to go through. You don't have to take that glass of wine and just do it tonight. You've got two months to enroll before, you know, that penalty will kick in. If there was um, a natural disaster, there were all those snowstorms out east. There were tornadoes in the south. So if there was a natural disaster in your area that really took up your time and prevented you from getting on the computer, that's a special enrollment period. Okay, so they're not hard and fast rules for special no, enrollment. No, And, and you can are... figure out a way to get around that if you need to. Right. There are appeal processes. If you if the computer comes back to you and says, nope, sorry, you can appeal that decision. And I will tell you, when you fill out your application, they will ask for information. Okay, did you get divorced? Yes or no. But beyond that, there's not a lot of enforcement. There's not a lot of proof for these special enrollment periods. So the government does spot audits, but that's about it. One thing I want to highlight, because this is something that comes at the bottom of the page, nobody ever gets to it, but I think it's super important, especially for our audience. If you're a victim of domestic abuse or spousal abuse or abandonment, you can always qualify for a special enrollment period. You don't have to be divorced from them. You could still be married. You can get insurance on your own without them finding out about it. 
Wow. Um, so that yeah, that's something that really that folks should really take into account. If you know somebody that needs that help, lots of times women don't want to leave because they're afraid of losing their benefits. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I mean, there's so many things that go into that, but there's a special enrollment period for domestic abuse and spousal abandonment. So what about insurance companies when you're when you're looking at the special enrollments? Is there are they have any requirements about, you know, that they're going to say no, no, sorry, or is this something that's just kind of part of the gig? If you don't qualify for a special enrollment period, an insurance company does not have to sell you insurance. Outside of open enrollment, which ended January 31st, as you mentioned, an insurance company doesn't have to. And most insurance companies do not market their their individual or group insurance plans outside of open enrollment. And in fact, those that do, within the last month, almost all of them have told their agents that they will no longer pay commissions for plans that they sell outside of open enrollment. So even if someone's offering insurance, there's no incentive for that agent to sell it to you. So yeah, good luck with that. Wow. Okay. So will there be another open enrollment period this year? Yes. November 1st, it starts all over again. So November 1st to January 31st of 2017. In fact, if you go on healthcare.gov and and there's a question that says, can you buy insurance outside of the marketplace? Click on that and it'll say, no, sorry, you have to wait till November 1st. Basically, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, after open enrollment, so you've talked about special enrollment. If someone loses their job, that's considered special enrollment, yes? Yes, it is. And you know what? At that point in time, when you lose your job, you have zero income. So you can qualify for Medicaid. And Medicaid is open enrollment 365 days of the year. Okay, now I'm glad you brought this up because I've even called you on the side to help somebody go through all of this. And when you say that, they say, well, what I earned last year or, well, no, if you've lost your job, you're earning zero. Right. So what about, okay, so then you qualify for Medicaid. What if somebody went on there and maybe they don't necessarily qualify for Medicaid, but they couldn't afford the choices that they were offered? If you can't afford the choices that are there and you don't qualify for Medicaid, there is a hardship exemption that you might qualify for, especially in the states that haven't expanded Medicaid. If you don't qualify, it's probably because your state did not expand Medicaid. So there's a hardship exemption you can file for and obtain, and then that relieves you of any obligation to purchase insurance and you won't be fined. Wow. See, those are such great bits of advice. And now what about the children? We've mentioned briefly in other ones, CHIP, but that has nothing to do with Obamacare, does it? No, it doesn't. CHIP was a program that existed before President Obama was elected and this law became um, reality. So CHIP is a the Children's Health Insurance Program. It's in every state. Again, that's open enrollment 365 days of the year, and it's for children only. Parents can't enroll in it. So typically people hear this, Marianne, and they see Obamacare and they hear all of the things going around and CHIP even. Are these considered HMOs? Are these are these policies? Because you got to know what you're reading when you look at the policies and try and, disca- and decide between silver and platinum and gold and bronze and people don't know what they're reading and what they're going to get. Right. Well, you know what, if it's a CHIP program or a Medicaid program, many of the states are going to managed care for those programs. So it will probably be a Medicaid or a CHIP, HMO or PPO, where there's a list of doctors that you have to go to. Otherwise, you don't get coverage. But those other programs that you look at, uh, you know, certain other ones, PPOs. Right. 
You mean like the marketplace plans, the gold, yes. silver, bronze? Yes. Those all are either HMOs or PPOs. They all have limits on where you can go, who you can see. Okay, and that's why, and that's how they're keeping the costs down. Yes, exactly. That is the wave of the future. Wow, and so I guess boutique doctors probably aren't in that kind of um, <laughs> insurance. But now just in the last minute here, Marianne, mm-hmm. wrap it up for us. Open enrollment has ended. What do you do now? Open enrollment has ended, but that doesn't mean you are out of the insurance market. There are very many ways to still qualify through special enrollment periods. So dig deep, be creative when you're answering your questions, call an agent. Agents can still help you, although if you want regular insurance, they're not going to be financially incentivized to help you. But don't give up. There are options out there for just about everybody. Absolutely great advice, and you can see more from Marianne Eterno on the front page of RadioMD.com. She's on there with this whole series that we've been doing on the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, and what is open enrollment and special enrollment, and what are the subsidies and the tax ramifications and penalties. So if you have any questions or you have any friends with any questions, tell them that's where to go because the information is sound, straightforward, so well put, and you can always send your questions to me, Melanie, at RadioMD.com. More questions for Marianne Eterno. So thanks so much for listening. Have a great day and stay well.